Welcome to the podcast, Demons and Does, with your hosts, Carly Pennington and Brittany Bertoya. We dive into the world of psychology, connection, perspective, experiences, and honestly, having a good laugh. Here we go. Woo! Welcome to the podcast, Demons and Does. I'm your host, Carly. And I'm your host, Brittany. And today we have a fun episode uh, about our turn-ons and turn-offs in mm-hmm. dating and relationships. Daddy. <laughs> Dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Daddy. God, I hope my mom's not listening to this already. Oh, I hope um, your dad is listening to <laughs> my dad will not listen to it he's like I'm 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 not gonna go there my mom's like I'll just dabble a little bit and then she just can't even look at me when I'm there. But oh my anyways goodness. so we were just gonna catch everybody up on our lives because we all know you care so much about what we do in our lives <laughs> so <laughs> we want to let you know how was your weekend there Brittany um my weekend was good so I was still in level three lockdown well, today is actually my last day of level three lockdown we go into level two which means there will be more opportunities to go out and see people but who knows at this point but um so that was a good sort of um surprise because we weren't we didn't know what would really happen and um I did have a friend gift me something which was so lovely I've never like really had a situation where someone just sort of saw something and thought of me and and got it for me and delivered it to my house without even knowing so yeah it was really nice and I was like okay this is nice I'm just oh man so it was a yeah it was a um Boston Bruins crew neck like a vintage one and it just was so cool so this person obviously um knew that my family was really big into Boston Boston Red Sox Boston Bruins Boston Celtics everything like our dog's name is Boston and it it's just nice to know that you know in a time especially with lockdown and being alone that people even when you do feel like, oh man, like, fuck, no one wants, no one wants me <laughs> or, you know, no one's thinking about me, you know, it's, it's not true. And it just sort of gave me a little light to my somber. Is that the right word? Well, it's like a validation is we don't really know what people are thinking until they tell us or they show us, you know, yeah. and it's nice yeah. to have that validation. Like people do care about me here and you know, and, and you having, you have friends in New Zealand, but it's not like, you know, your family's around the corner or anything. So it's nice to have those friends that think about you. Oh, that's such a like night. It's a nice feeling to have someone come and bring you something that means a lot to you and your family, you know, and it's like bringing a piece of home, even though, you know, Boston isn't home, but like it is for you. Right. Not you didn't live in Boston, but it is the (laughs) the team you watch at home. I wish. Oh my God. We, we 
praise Boston. I'm definitely going to tag the Red Sox in this. <laughs> Just you, be like, yes, hey, you should. But um, we can yeah. when, we, when we do this. Yeah. Hell yeah. What's up, Boston? Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, That's that accent, like New Zealand got voted sexiest accent. I don't even know how many years ago now. Um, and I do love a Kiwi accent, but oh my God, a Boston accent is just like, oh my God. It just add to the car. <laughs> yeah. That's just cute. Take the car to, to, to New York City. Oh, no, I'm a wet. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm, I'm bad at accents. We know that's. I, I thought that was your Kiwi accent. <laughs> <laughs> to New York City, and I'm from Boston. <laughs> okay. Oh add to the car. Let's get to the car. <laughs> That's all I know. Just saying. Car. That sounds so Kiwi. Like, oh, well, like, oh, let's go to the car. <laughs> okay. Okay. Don't, yeah, I know we can't talk about anywhere. People will be like, we're not listening. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Hey, if I hear someone ma- mocking a Canadian accent, I think it's funny. I think it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. But when I lived in England, people constantly made fun of me and I would laugh and laugh and laugh because I was like, that's hilarious. I don't know. Same. I'd be like, just give me attention. I don't care. Negative or positive. <laughs> just look at me, everybody. This is who I am. Um, but how and- was your weekend? What did you do? Well, my weekend was spectacular. We had a uh, music festival in Victoria and it was in Langford. So people who might not know, it's kind of like in the suburbs area. And I live closer to downtown. Oh and um, I had to take a bus to the shuttle and the shuttle was a school bus to Langford and it was fine. It was good. But I was like near the second day of drinking and doing the shuttle. I was like, okay, note to self, don't ever do this again <laughs> this way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, no Saturday night, it's so wild because we haven't had a music festival in about two years, I think exactly like it was 2019 summer that we had a music festival so um and these guys that were playing they were like we haven't played live for 17 months and so it's a year and a half um they were playing so well because they were just like giving it 110 percent and everybody was so happy on the saturday everybody had high spirits it was like, we all got wasted and we had this like great trick. And I don't even know if I should be saying this because you know what? Fuck it. It's over. So somebody parked their car outside the parking lot and they just had booze in the trunk and we would just go out into the parking lot, drink our booze and go back in. So we barely paid for alcohol in there. We just drank, we would take breaks out there. And so we were getting smashed and, but it was so good. Like we were right up in the crowd. We were like jumping. I literally my watch said that I worked out for like a hundred minutes (laughs) which is unreal I would only imagine your like ass hurting so bad the next day oh yeah my feet my feet were like crushed and I could not walk on them properly (laughs) it was like wearing heels (laughs) again but um (laughs) yeah no it It sounds like hell and then Sunday I was like okay note to self again only book one night of a festival unless like the Sunday is like amazing because it was John and Roy and Jesse Roper who I love but it was so like oh I I love and I was like oh god I'm too tired to dance to this and and you can't really dance to it so it was 
it was good. I think I was too hungover to be doing that. And thank God it was a long weekend because I had today to recoup. But in our thirties, we know now that a hangover lasts more than two days. Oh God. Yeah. I need at least, at least two days of just nothing. Like not even anything when I, cause when I'm hungover, I just, I don't like wearing clothes. It's just easier to, (laughs) even if it's just a shirt, like that's, that's all I need because it gets too hot. And of course I had too much to do today because I spent two whole days drinking at a festival. So I had Mm -hmm. to like clean and shit, but it was good. It was fine. And it was great on the Saturday night. And my heart was so happy to have live music and a crowd and just people. I got hit on on the bus I got some young boys yeah young boys and young man's number he was very quite young but that's okay what are we talking how how old are we talking I would say at the very oldest 24 so like in, I'd say like between I think he was between 22 and 24 yeah I feel like <laughs> took that's obviously like an adult but like when you hang out with people that are that much younger you just like look at them and you're like have you like you haven't experienced life like you don't know anything do you (laughs) no and it's true and it's it's funny because he caught me off guard though like he's very charming and he caught me off guard he was like what are your 10 top artists to listen to and I was like oh my god I listen to music all the time and I can't even think like who my top 10 you're like it is midnight <laughs> and also I'm like drunk and it is literally midnight and I'm dead so don't ask me these questions but I have a feeling he was volunteering or something I don't know his name oh we won't say his name his Ooh, name no, we were gonna call him the bus boy bus boy bus boy yeah we're gonna start <laughs> yeah. calling guys names like that so <laughs> just he sounds like um oh my gosh the bus boy at least it's not like the short bus boy or something. <laughs> somebody asked me they're like do you go on the short bus and I looked at him and I, with the dead eyes my Scorpio dead eyes and I was like excuse me what did you just say to me and he was like my mistake you're not on the short bus <laughs> like what the fuck dude <laughs> I don't know oh yeah <laughs> that's the best so, that's hilarious there's there all these things happening like that but yeah that your good. instagram made me so happy because one i was in lockdown so i was envious but it just made me so excited to be like around people and to like bump into people or you like not take for granted the time that, you know that we can do those things and with summer happening here it's spring now but it's obviously it's poopy outside but it's getting warmer and I just was like I am gonna do everything this summer I'm gonna do things you know like take a solo trip to somewhere and just drink champagne on the beach you know just just because I can so it definitely it got me excited and the music I heard was incredible (laughs) incredible (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to think of how to say that in French. Yeah, incredible. Incredible. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. Yeah, that's the thing is like, we, it was like, it was like the music was background music, mm. even though we were there for the music, but it was like the social aspect was the 
best, yeah. best. And everybody, oh, everybody was in good spirits, but we're going to take a little break because we're going to get into our segment of our turn me on and talk about turn what me on. <laughs> um, what turns us on in relationships, what turns us on in sex, and then what turns us off. So we're going to get into that in just a moment. All right. And we are back for our segment or our episode today is turn me on. And we're going to be talking about our turn ons and turn offs in dating relationships, sex, whatever we feel like talking about today. So I shall start. Um, so what I turns wrote, you on? I, <laughs> I wrote down some things and I kind of wanted to start with the dating and relationships type of thing, because obviously these last two years I've been dating or it's been almost two years that I've been dating. Mm-hmm. Um, so things that really turn me on and we've talked about in this previous episodes is someone who genuinely makes me laugh because I'm one of those people mm-hmm. that will laugh for someone to make them feel better about themselves. But when I do laugh genuinely, you'll know. So it's oh, nice. yes. <laughs> it's nice. And I don't like these guys who are like boisterous and over the top loud, who are just over trying too hard. It's this kind of dry sense of humor that just comes out of nowhere. And I've had guys literally try to make me laugh by tickling me all day. And I'm like, okay, like, I'm not going to laugh like that. You just need to be yourself. Yeah. yeah, I'm not for literally (laughs) tickling me all day. So that, and, um, just a good sense of humor about things. So things that we've talked about before too, is, um, you know, things on the podcast, or if I said something not so nice or, or maybe I didn't realize it wasn't good to have a good sense of humor about it or laugh about it or like, even when I'm angry and you make me laugh because you're just more grounded and funny and you have a light heart, lighthearted person. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, someone that I'm physically attracted to now, this seems like a given, but I know a lot of people who kind of settle into relationships where they're like, well, he's a nice guy and he's going to treat me well. So, and that's fine for them. If that's what they mm-hmm. want, I have to be physically attracted and not to say they have to have a six pack. They have to be like the hottest guy in the room. It's something about the attraction that's there. It's not necessarily the most. It's what you feel. It's what I feel. Yeah. But that being said, I do like people who are at least a little bit fit in the terms of um, exercising in a normal amount. So someone healthy is healthy and who doesn't have to be doing CrossFit, which I hate anyway, but, um, someone who just is able to go out for walks or hikes or, um, go for a run or like open to those kind of things, which leads into adventuring. These are all so vague and it's so funny because like, it seems so obvious to everybody like, oh yeah, I want somebody to go. I have dated guys who don't exercise don't adventure, sit around, drink all day, smoke all day, do nothing. And 
it's okay to do nothing, but to an extent, <laughs> they're not everything. Yeah. Um, so just like active or wanting to go into adventures, wanting to travel, somebody who plays music or open to learning. That's a big thing for me, actually, which is funny. It's just people who literally will be like, hey, let's sit down and play guitar and sing together. Oh, yes. Um, and I don't, I've dated guys too that are musicians, but then they have the other attributes of what they drink too much and party too much and are just like not. And they've got that ego. The ego, the like unhealthy in so many other ways where mm-hmm. I've dated guys who are musical, but then don't, don't drink at all. And then judge me if I'm having like a, a glass of wine, which I don't, I would date someone sober. I would, but there is mm-hmm. like a judgment that I feel or think, or they say that I I'm just not cool. Um, yeah. I kind of have been into tattooed guys lately because, mm-hmm. or yeah, like good tattoos. Um, okay. And then going into the sex part of it. Okay. Oh. So, <laughs> oh, these are my, oh. oh, I guess I should probably go into my turn offs for dating. Okay. I'm all, yeah. You can save this, all the sex. I'll save, save it all for, for after. <laughs> So this is going to sound really like contradictory, but I don't really love the superly overly sensitive guys who I have to tiptoe around or who don't have a good sense of humor about things, or they're just completely always whining at me. Um, Mm -hmm. I think communicating is really good, but it doesn't have to be about every little fucking thing. Um, someone that like isn't so serious I need someone who's very lighthearted, but serious about me in a relationship but lighthearted in general um, yeah. I don't like really angry guys who are aggressive I hate that I think that's really yuck and it's not cool um I do like like again lighthearted. uh I don't yeah I do not like aggression or like there's just something fiery in their eyes or they get like a kind of obsessive. I need freedom. I need to be free spirit in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, someone who can keep up with intellectual chat, but also not be a snob about it and also be humble. (laughs) Okay. So we did our (laughs) dating part. I'm sure I'll think of more later, but that's fine. We're, we're trying to get in our time crunch here, but um, my turn ons, turn ons for sex. <laughs> mm-hmm. So people, guys, now this is hard for guys in this type of society we have right now, but someone who makes the first move respectfully, I have such difficulty making that first move in sex. Like I will sit there all night waiting for them to do something. And I give them hints and I do the little things, but, um, when you first have sex with somebody that you're dating, it's fucking hard. So that is really cool when um, they test out the waters, like a kiss or whatever, right? And then we go for yeah. it. And then I just fully go full on. Like once they kiss me, it's just on, right? But um, someone who lets me take control, 
because the guys that are overcompensating and need to be in control the entire time, it kind of grosses me out. Like, let me <laughs> get myself off or help you. Like, if you're not, you know. Um, yeah. Don't bat my hat a- hand away. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, letting me express myself in sex. So mm-hmm. um, I don't like it when a guy is trying to rush me to come, which I know that they're probably about to too, but like, stop talking about it. I like dirty talk. I really do like dirty talk. Actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has to be very like genuine. Like I like, I think of it as like a Viking. So like that primal guttural groans and like, oh, like when they're not trying so hard to dirty talk. I think that's, there's a difference. It's just natural. It's just, no, it's just a natural feeling. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's someone who can like hold on. You know what? I feel bad because guys have a hard time, not a hard time, but some, it's a lot of pressure for guys to keep it up and keep going. So yeah, but there are guys out there that can do it. So yeah, and that's the thing is I've had problems in the past, in the past. Don't apologize for those men that cannot. Yeah. Do not feel bad. Literally can't (laughs) keep it up or keep going because they're tired or they're like too much pressure or like whatever, like just do it. <laughs> Why is this so hard for you? Why is it hard for you? I get it though. If it's like, but I do, I do know, I do know what you mean. It's it's, it's when it's your if first, it's your time, first time at thirty. Well, no, not first time ever, but like first time with somebody oh. and they really like you and they're kind of feeling like that. I get, but if it keeps happening all the time, I'm gonna be like, see ya, because I've dealt with yeah. that. I'm done. I want real sex. <laughs> No. And I think too is like you can't just base your, I guess, final assumptions off of one time because it's like yeah. you're yeah. exploring a brand new person. It's going to be scary. Well, it's going to be intimidating. Every, like, I'm sure both parties or three parties, you know, whatever, yeah. are yeah. going to be nervous. So it's, almost just giving the benefit of the doubt to everyone. But like you said, if it happens, if it's a recurring thing, fuck off. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to bother with doing it. And also like, you just, you don't, yeah, I don't know. You don't know until you do it. Well, (laughs) and it's almost like if you're going to be in a relationship with someone, my, one of my things is I have to be sexually compatible with them. And I think those things can grow over time, but I've realized not that much. (laughs) It depends (laughs) how much the person is really willing to put in, but I'm not really willing to just wait around and wait till you're ready to be into sex. Like what the fuck? Oh God. Well, and that's it too. It's like, if you're not on my same level, then like, if you're not at my level or allowing me space to grow with you, then you're wasting our time. Yeah, exactly. So sexual compatibility is very important. Um, and then just like, I like the passion of getting lost in sex. So it's like a meditation where you don't, where both of us are so focused on each other and that's such a nice feeling, but that is my turn ons and turn offs. Oh my gosh. Well, anyone listening, (laughs) if anybody wants, I hope you have your notebooks, (laughs) write it down little babies. (laughs) Little bus boy. Yeah, bus boy, where you at? <laughs> you little short bus boy. 
He's on the long <gasps> bus. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Well, I've, you know, obviously written down the same. I have um recently just come out of a th- almost three year long relationship. So I we we didn't meet through Tinder or any, you know, an app or anything like that. So it was it was weird. It was just a different dating situation. And I don't think I'll ever get a situation like that again. So I'm like trying to think or write down what I can remember about dating and sort of what I expect now moving forward, which it will be a very long time at this rate that that will happen. But from what I've brainstormed for my turn ons is I'll start also with the dating and relationship and sort of like put them into one sort of category. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I do love in, in any relationship, professional, romantic, anything is communication. Like, mm-hmm. and that's so like, communication. like, obviously it's on my CV, but it's, it's with everything, you know, like communication, you know, if someone wants to go on, like take me out to dinner or something like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I want to do that. I'm going to communicate that with you. And like we said before, we're not mind readers. You know, I can't, I don't know what you're thinking. And I'm, I'm very good at communicating. I will say, what's on my mind because I just can't like be bothered waiting. Mm. <laughs> so, no. um, you know, communicating and, and planning. So I expect, and I refuse to settle for anything less now is that if you, if you want, if you're interested in me or if you want to get to know me more, make the effort. I expect you to go out of your way and plan something because previously I feel that I have always been the one probably because I'm Sagittarius, but being like, let's go do something like, let's go do this or Mm. blah, blah, blah. And in my last relationship, it sort of died out. So I need to like grab that back for myself to be like, you know what? I'm only going to put that effort out there to someone that's giving it to me first. Like I'm almost like holding it hostage being like you, if you can't prove to me right away that you want to put that effort in, then I'm not going to put that effort into you. And it's like, I'm not going to give you the girlfriend experience when I'm not even that. And I'm not going to give anyone the wife experience (laughs) until I'm that because it's so like, it's, um, it's a privilege to have us in their lives. And I just refused. <laughs> I'm very like, Mm-mm. like, I'm just over it. You know, I'm like, you know, I, I do expect these things and I want these things. And if I put it out there at the beginning, then they can't come back and say that they had no idea or they weren't, yeah, they didn't boundaries. expect it. So yeah. And like, Oh my God. I love surprises. Like my friend that dropped off that gift. So cool. Would never date obviously, but like no. 
it's just it's a nice thing or like flowers or you know just woo me motherfucker um come on um I do I really love when someone is optimistic or they're like they are just genuinely happy and just like happy with themselves they have a really good family that's really big for me especially because like I don't have my family here so the family atmosphere is a must because when I bring someone home which oh my god I haven't in like oh my god like nine eight years so if you come home to my family first of all they're not going to hold back on anything so you better be prepared but I want like I want to be able to have them feel comfortable with mine and then me feel comfortable with theirs Mm um um and with that like just going in like turn offs as well in both I guess dating and relationships is I hate it when they talk about their money. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. And it's like, well, I'm going to save this much money, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't care. No. Don't, don't tell me about it. Just do it. Don't. <laughs> and like making, making promises. Like don't, I've learned, especially from like my father is like, I, if you make me a promise, I will disregard it. I don't, it's like, I didn't even hear it because it doesn't mean anything to me until it's written in stone. So until it's in my hand or something, you know? Yeah. Or like, if you've got, if you've made plans for us, let's say to go away for the weekend to an Airbnb, um, until it's booked and, or the day that I am like packing for it, I just, I hate getting my hopes up and being let down. Like, it's just not going to happen anymore. (laughs) Um, Or if they, like, I'm really, I know that this is not necessarily a flaw, but it's something that I've um, acknowledged about myself is that I, I, like I've said it so many times, I go, I or me. So I do talk a lot about myself, but it's only in a positive way like I, I'm not trying to like take anything from anyone but I I have been in relationships where it's like it's only them in the relationship and I'm just there on the side um like trying to take care of them and I learned this saying uh I actually learned this saying on TikTok about two weeks ago and it's like the stray dog theory mm. and this is obviously another turn off for me is that if you are quote unquote a stray dog that's when you need to be taken in you need to be nurtured you need to be like brought back to life and that's the role that I've played in so many relationships and in a selfish way because I was like oh my gosh I'm helping them I'm making them feel so great about them myself and I'm showing them that there is love out there like not everyone's bad and all those things and sort of once I've been not used but in a sense like I they they took 
what they needed for me to get to where they're at. And then they're like, okay, see ya or, you know, whatever it's, and it's fine, but I refuse to bring in any more stray dogs. If you don't have your shit together, if you don't like have your own, you don't have to own your own house, but I expect you to have your own place, take care of it, have a good job, be ambitious. Um, and same thing, like, I, I don't want somebody lazy, but there are, you know, there are days where I'm like, I don't want to do anything, but I at but least want to like go and all the time. Yeah. And little things like go to the market with me on Sundays yeah. or let's go get a coffee and just spend that time together and be not necessarily obsessed with me, but genuinely be like, I'm so interested. I just want to keep learning about you and, and just be on the same page. Yeah. And it's, it's so, um, I think like in my head, I'm like, oh, that's just easy, but it's not, it's not easy for them to do sometimes. No. And I'm sure, you know, I'm sure I do things that are just like blah, blah, blah. But now moving to the sex part of the little rant here. Um, I, (laughs) my sex turn-ons are, I don't know. I feel like they're generic like I know a lot of people don't like moaning you know when people go "Mm, mm, mm." (laughs) I don't like that Uh, but if yeah yeah wow (laughs) (laughs) but I do um I do like you know when you're like kissing so hard and then it's like "Mm," like those sorts of moans like I want to know that you're there I don't want to be kissing like silence like vocally Um, approving yeah or I really like it like when they're just about to come and they tell you they're like I'm gonna come I'm like oh fuck yeah here we go and then we're just like coming right then like yeah I feel like that gets me right hold on (laughs) oh oh there it is see communication communication and um dirty talk as well I do but like not like um not too over the top. Like, no, I don't like, want you to be faking you it. If I can call whore. you. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> no, that's a little too far. But nice it is- things, like nice things. Like, wow, you got the best tits. Like that kind yeah. of Yeah. Or like, oh, like your pussy's so tight. You know, things like yeah. that. It's like, yeah, okay. It's, it's positive just- things. Yeah, like affirmations. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do also like, you know, f- foreplay like oh my god making out I miss making making out and I was having this conversation with one of my other like best friends just being like it's so great like making out is so great and it's good foreplay I underrated and yeah and like yeah I don't know and um my turn offs for sex like I oh I don't know like I guess when they, when you genuinely, genuinely feel that there's no connection, it's just like, mm-hmm. I could stop, you know, I could yeah. just, I'm over it. And I've done that. I've just been like, mm, I'm closing up shop. And I think 
that's a big one for me. I've never been in a situation where I'm like, one, I feel unsafe or anything like that, but I don't, I don't really have any off the top of my head because I don't put myself in that position. I don't know if that makes sense. Like I turn off, if I feel that it's off, I'll just stop. Like I don't, it doesn't bother me. Like I don't give a shit, but, um, yeah, I guess. Oh, actually. Oh my God. I had this one time. (laughs) I had this one time. I'll tell it quickly. This one time that I was, I was dating this guy and he, his moans were so girly. I, it was like, he, oh, I'll do it for you. Hold on. Let me just get in the zone here. It was like, it's like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> like no. oh. and I remember oh, just being like nightmare. oh my gosh hey, guys who are listening, please control your uh, 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 uh. yeah I don't like you're not a little Japanese girl you know what I mean like I don't need that anime in my life oh, God. <laughs> and, but it, that was something that was like more I guess of an experience than um no, like it's a turn off. A turn off. Now you know. That yeah, but if it's if honestly, if there was no connection or nothing, like I have, not I wouldn't ghost them, but I just be like, yeah, I'm not interested. So yeah. that's fair. I think that's fair. But also, like you said, I feel like there's more, but that's all that like really comes to my head. But it's also, I've been with the same person for like three years. I'm like, oh my God, even dating again. Once you start dating again, we will hear all the stories because we're just going to do this podcast for the rest of our lives. And oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, we will have experiences and I'm excited for it. But I love, I love that. We do have to move on to our story time. Unleash your demons. Did everyone realize that I forgot that? I <laughs> <laughs> unleash your okay. demons. Unleash it's them here. To unleash okay. your demons. So we will Get be right back keys. and we will. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we will. Um, we will. We have a few people that have written in. And um, we have a story for you today that we're only going to do one every episode. So we'll have another one next week, but we've got one. So we'll be right back. All right, we're back. And the last bit of our um, episodes will be our Unleash Your Demons little segment. So. Uh, with Carly putting up those posters, you know, we've had a few people write in. So we'll be reading the stories one episode or one per episode. Um, and we'll get off. We'll get off. <laughs> we'll get started with um, a story we'll by Anonymous. Yes, Anonymous. Anonymous. We're not saying any names. So don't even ask us. All right. So this story starts off. So I had been moving around a few different flats in my early 20s and had some boxes of stuff stored at my parents that I didn't need and just hadn't gotten around to sorting through. 
One day while visiting mom, while visiting, mom suggested we go through the boxes to sort out what I wanted to keep and what I could get rid of. I gave her a box of clothes to go through while I went through a box of childhood trinkets. I was so wrapped up in my little treasures and chatting away that I didn't see that mom had picked up an old sarong from the bottom of the box. Uh She noticed there was something inside it, so started to unwrap it. I looked over just as she got to the center and saw my massive blue studded vibrator in her hands. She shrieked and threw it in the air, and it was like slow motion watching this sex toy fly across the room. Oh, my God. It hit the ground with a thud. And we both sat there frozen. I red face panicked and grabbed it and threw it in the bin while rambling on about how it was a gift and that I was really old, blah, 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 blah. She looked down at her hands and said, was it clean? (laughs) Can you imagine? Oh my God. After we recovered from the shock, each box she went to sort through. After that, she asked, what's in this one is it safe to open (laughs) i think i died a little inside that day that is a good story that's a good wholesome lovely story yeah i had um it's funny but it's so relatable so when i when i went back home the first time when i was living in australia for a visit um oh no yes no sorry it was the first time in Oh my God. No, it was in Australia. And so I, I came home and I brought a big suitcase, but I didn't pack a lot of things in it because I wanted to bring things home and, or to Australia. And, um, I, (laughs) I went through this suitcase and it was sort of the last day of my trip home. And my whole family was around in the lounge and we were just all talking and obviously like reminiscing on what had happened over that couple of weeks. So I'm going through my suitcase and I am folding clothes and I'm organizing things. And as things are coming out of the suitcase, I see my blue rabbit vibrator poking mm-hmm. out. I mind you, my stepdad is sitting right beside me and I'm like, Oh fuck. So I jump onto my suitcase because I, I just know I had that feeling that our eyes matched it at the same time. And we both sort of looked like I could tell he was going to look at me. So I jumped on it and I was like, no, 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 we're done. We're done. And so because my family is so like, ha, ha, ha let's just embarrass her more. They're like, why? What's in there? Like, what's in there? And Uh-oh. everyone's trying to get into this suitcase that I'm no. on. And I'm like, no, please don't. And they're like, what is it? And I was like, it's my dildo. <laughs> they're like, we didn't even know. And they were like, oh my God, Brittany. And I was like, I'm sorry for being a woman. Like, I'm just a like, human woman. A human woman. And I was like, oh my gosh, just stop it. And oh my God, that's just like, I can relate to this anonymous story because it's, it's a right. It's something. Yeah. And it's something that everyone, like clearly everyone has to like 
pleasure themselves other than like nuns and priests but let's be well, honest, i'm sure they, they somehow do. pleasure themselves too i i, I just have a feeling. um yeah with praying carly oh okay well <laughs> no i also have a story um <gasps> yeah similar, similar but somewhat kind of worse i don't know okay i don't know so I get really awkward when my parents help me move because I try to hide everything. Not that I have like thousands upon thousands of toys, but I've just got little things lying around that obviously you try to hide your parents from. Yeah. <laughs> just like your parents tried to hide it from you. It's just the way it is. But um, I forgot about these things. So I used to date this kinky, really kinky guy and I bought handcuffs and a whip <laughs> needless You're to like, say it's for Halloween. I didn't even think about it didn't even try to hide it and my mom found both and was like oh my gosh. literally pulled it out so what's this and I was like those are handcuffs and then yeah, they yeah. Each other. and she was like um so and I was like somebody gifted it to me and I just acted so cool but inside I was like no I forgot about those and then I was like they're gifts mom like get gaslighting here completely sorry mom yeah a long time ago let's just let's just be chill about it but um yeah no it was I I I think I maybe used it one time and I was like "Mm, I don't like this because this guy was like going ham on me and I was like I need to be in control somehow I don't know I don't like to not be in control um did you use them like I used it like one time and I was gonna say it wasn't very fun for me yeah because I like I couldn't I couldn't do that I'd be like are you okay (laughs) they're just whipping me and like no I I can't even like really remember I know that it was a very 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 drunken night and that's all there is but yeah it's it's a good story it's a rite of passage and I love those kind of stories because it's like it's cute you know it also with with your parents it also now puts you on the level like I'm not just your kid like we're both adults adult now yeah yeah I'm treated like a kid and I'm 30 but if anybody wants to send in their um you can dm us if they want if you want to send up any story it could be a ghost story okay mm-hmm. well, i love ghost stories i actually okay i didn't get this guy's permission but i'm not telling his name i do have one little story do you know the lady who did the whole the english are coming the british are coming that lady that ran to like the place he lived in no. her house okay there's like a there's a there's a thing that's like the british are coming the british are coming because she overheard these guys talking about how they're going to like overtake America or whatever British was the British army was coming to like take over the States. And then anyway, she was the one that was like, the British are coming and she lived in his house and died in his room growing up. (gasps) And I was talking to him and he's from the States, but anyway, thought that was cool. But shit like that, like any kind of like coincidences, coincidences. If you meet a famous person, if you have ghost stories, if you have weird shit that happens or if like love stories, you can tell us your survivor stories. If it's about like you almost dying or if you want, you were taken advantage of, or like what to look out for anything that you feel comfortable telling us, we would love to hear any kind of story. As long as what about those, sorry. What about those ones? Um, misconnections. Like if you, we talked about misconnections. If you saw somebody like either, well, I guess it has to be in our areas, 
where we live. Um, if you want to talk about it, like, and that we might know the person, if it's in our city or that kind of thing, we will help you find this person. Absolutely. Connect it. So you can, um, message us on Instagram at demons underscore does. Uh, you can also email us at demons.dose at gmail.com. Uh, Brittany manages the email, so she'll check it whenever she can, but, uh, yeah, send us your stories. We've got a few in line right now, but in the next few episodes, we could probably play any, any stories that come into us within the next few days. So send them up and, um, any last famous words, Brittany? Absolutely. Trust your gut and speak your truth. Oh yeah. (laughs) Daddy. (laughs) Daddy. Ah, We love you guys. Bye daddy. (laughs)